From the Grexley Studios at the Catholic TV Center, it's the K&J Show with your hosts, Kevin and Jay. Welcome, everyone, to the K&J Show. We're at the Grixley Studios, and we thank you for joining us once again. We have a great topic for you, and uh, hopefully uh, you are still writing in, commenting, throwing in suggestions for shows. But uh, we're going to take a little journey. We're going to take a journey, our journey of faith. How do you like that? Do you like that little thing there? It was good. You used your announcer's voice a little bit. You better watch out. I'll, I'll bring up, you know, bring out one of my voices. <laughs> We're in a journey in faith through this through this podcast. Hey, special thanks to uh, Ethan who wrote in um, at j at grexley dot <laughs> j at grexley dot com. Oh, there goes Kelsey. There goes Kathy. Catholic daughters. She just walked by. Um, and uh, and you can also write Kevin at Kevin at Grexley dot com. Why are you laughing? Uh, I, you think I, it's my Ethan? Uh, yes, I did actually. No, it's say, not yeah. my wow, Ethan. Wow. I think it's really extremely funny that uh, you get distracted by anybody that walks by the studio. Yeah, and well, because she's you know both those guys do uh, podcasts. That's true. That's true. All right, but so it, Adam does a podcast. And Kelsey does Catholic Daughters. That's absolutely true, Jay. Does that mean you need to be distracted when they walk by? Well, they, I'm, I'm right here. I could see them. And I like to wave. I, she, Kelsey waved at me, so I waved You're back. in the middle of a podcast. Remember, you realize though, that. Adam didn't wave at me last time. That hurt my feelings. Well, because he Laura, thought... Tell him, Laura, can you tell yeah. Adam that he hurt my feelings? Because he knows you're doing a podcast, and he doesn't want to distract you, which... I was going to invite him in. I was. I was going to have him come on in. He could sit down, and he could talk. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, does that You're distract probably, you? Uh, it distracts me when you get distracted because I feel like I'm talking to the wall. Yeah, I kind of zone out, don't <laughs> yes. I? I get, I get this glazed look over my and, eyes. And if I'm asking you a question and you're zoning out, I know you're not going to answer. And then there's going to be this weird thing where, you know. No, I answer it. You know. I can hear what you're saying and I get the gist of where you're going. And then I just go from there and hope that hope that I'm at least on the right track. <laughs> Did you do that in school? Oh, that was my problem. <laughs> that was my problem. Um, I was probably ADHD. I'm not sure, but I probably was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm dyslexic, yeah. but that has nothing to do with focus. Yes. No, it, it isn't a focus. You don't look at people when they walk by? Yeah, Come I'm, on. Not when I'm doing the show. No. So yeah. someone walks by right now, yeah. and, and they wave. You don't see them. Uh, well, my, I'm in a good position where my back is turned. Right. Yeah. See, but but I, I wouldn't I, I notice them, but to focus on you, I like to focus on the person I'm talking to, Jay. Yeah, but I, I have the whole playing field in front of me. I know. We yeah. talk all the time. <laughs> I mean, we. do you know, by the way, that I think that we have um, done, maybe Olivia has done more than us, but besides Olivia, I think we've done the most podcasts. I'm not counting Tommy in this one, by the way, because he's been doing this for years. Yeah, but I mean for you know here producing it. So right. we we are in the number twenty eight show right now. This yeah. is twenty eight. So I'd like to know how many Olivia has. Okay. Because I think we're beating her. Okay. Once again, this is some type of competition you've created. I know, but I won't. Be, well, I want to win it. So we've done half a year. We've done six months worth of shows. And we're every in week. It. We're in it to win it. We're in it to win it. All right. So journey of faith. Where do you want to start with that one? Uh, well, I guess, uh, you know, this kind of it plays off the inspiring um, 
shows that we had, inspiring people shows that we had too. So, um, I, I mean, my journey of faith starts at home uh, with my with my parents, who uh, who I've gotten my faith from, and uh, who did uh, a great job. I, I I think passing on the faith to all me and my my brothers as well. So they were very, and they they have been ever since I can remember have been very faith-filled. I grew up in a household that went to daily mass. The faith life has always been a big part of my life and, and still continues to and be. And your parents still go to daily mass still, because they, I hear that they're yes, there all the time. Yeah, yeah. And they've been going to daily mass since I was born. Yes. Um, yeah, same with me. My yeah. family, uh, it started with my family. I remember we would go to St. John's, uh, which is in Canton, Massachusetts. So we'd be at St. John's or St. Gerard's if we somehow missed out on the time. And in those days, uh, it was packed. I mean, it was packed. And I had yes. my four sisters and my parents. And and unlike some families, um, not yours, but but others, and, and for different reasons, both my mother and father both went to Mass. Yeah. So they, you know, we would all be at Mass. And when we were younger, we were in the crying room, which was total, absolute chaos. <laughs> it was total, absolute chaos. It um, it was crazy. Yeah. Kids are running around, and it was huge. I mean, it was gigantic. Uh, there's not as many crying rooms now, by the way. Did you notice that? Like, my parish does not have a crying room. Um, I, yes, uh, I mean, my parish doesn't either. Um, we we didn't have a crying room when I grew up at um, St. Teresa's. You would have uh, loved it. Uh, <laughs> it was a free-for-all. It really was a free-for-all. Uh, we had a pretty uh, – St. Teresa's is a pretty big sh- – church so um you know uh you you would hear the the cries of children but it's you know i think it's because it was so big it was a little bit drowned out you know but saint john's is pretty have you been to saint john's it's big i have yeah yeah and then we would go so we would go to um the school for ccd and the difference again is that whole school would be filled up yeah would all be outside i mean it'd be it'd be as if it was the whole school went to ccd yeah. And we'd all be outside and we'd all go into our classrooms. You'd be in a classroom for CCD, yeah. which is religious education, but we called it CCD. Yeah, actually, yeah, they don't even call it that anymore. They don't call it that yeah. anymore. And we loved it. We loved, going to, we loved yeah. going to CCD because you'd see all your friends. Yeah. And it was every single week. And, and you learned stuff. And you absolutely, <laughs> well, and you, well you, you absolutely did, you know, yeah. the, the Baltimore catechism and, and all of that stuff. But it was, but you, you absolutely learned stuff. I think the Baltimore Catechism had moved on by the time I uh, started. I'm older than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as I remember, like the only actual, I guess, non-religious school that I went to was kindergarten. Oh, Uh, see, I didn't. I I went to public schools all the way up to high school. Yeah, I went to a public um, kindergarten, I guess, uh, in uh, and then went to St. Teresa's Grammar School uh, because it was in the parish. Uh, So I went from first grade to eighth grade there. And then I went to Catholic Memorial High School. Didn't go far, there. right down the road. Yeah, right down the road. Yeah. And then uh, ended up at uh, Stonehill College, run by the Holy Cross Fathers, who also run Notre Dame. Uh, You're skipping too fast. You're going uh, too fast. You no, know, I'm just saying. So so I had the experience of having Catholic education throughout the course of my, my life. And then the master's program at St. John's Seminary. Which we went well. together. Yeah. together. Yeah. So, um, so so I didn't experience, I didn't get to experience the CCD classes or anything like that because it was part of our curriculum. Oh, you know, see, so. we, oh, it was it was so much fun. And yeah. um, I actually went, when I was at Severn, I went to CCD to like a confirm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I still went. Oh, okay. But um, my mother 
was a when we we stopped going to the school my mother was my ccd teacher oh wow so yeah. i was i might have told you the story i was the only kid ever sent to his room during ccd uh-oh oh yeah uh -huh. i had done something and i'm sure it was well deserved uh but the best part of that was it was my neighborhood yeah so my neighborhood and my mother so my mother for uh we did the last supper okay and she had uh she had all of us sitting around dressed in character with all their parents there we had a potluck, yeah. but we did the Last Supper, okay. and we and we all read parts of different things in the Bible. Just to, it was awesome. Great. Oh, yeah. That's, that's so my nice. mother was very creative. Yep. Yeah. And both my sisters ended up CCD teachers. Oh wow. As well. Right. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so my mother taught me, and Rick Mosley was in that class. Wow. Oh yeah, Rick was Rick was in. Did that. he get sent to his room as well? Rick never. No, Rick would never get sent to his room. <laughs> I would get sent to my room. Rick would never get sent to his his room. Now it's funny. Um, I I remember back when I was uh, in grammar school, we had our confirmation actually in eighth grade. When when did you have your confirmation? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I, so if I you were remember. under severian and you had yeah, your confirmation, it was in high it school. Was high school. Yeah. So yeah. we we had it because uh, it was sort of the same. I, I believe. Well, almost that makes sense. So, but you went to Saint Cat because you would say. I mean, um, Saint Teresa's. Saint Teresa's. Yeah. So we had. Uh, I remember having like the graduation and the like. Uh, and the confirmation the same year. You but know, was confirmation just for the school kids, or was uh, that for no, everyone? It, it was for the parish, yeah. So, but oh, okay. but I think there was, um, I think the school did it, and then the greater parish did it as well. I, th I think that's how it goes. I can't remember. I actually had my grandfather was my sponsor when I got confirmed. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. What was your right. confirmation name? Do you remember? Yeah, my confirmation. It was funny because I, I I was gonna go, and this is on this is a slight on me because I was gonna go with Sebastian. Because I remember Saint Sebastian, he's the he's the uh, patron saint of ath athletes. Yeah. Uh, he, well, you wouldn't want that one. He then. was. A <laughs> 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 but uh, uh, he has shot thirteen times. Had thirteen arrows in him, and he walked away from that. Um, Where did he get hit? Uh, all over his body. Yeah. And then uh, he was able. He still lived. Uh, I think later on they beheaded him but uh you know he, he martyred, didn't, he didn't martyred through that one yeah, right yeah, no no <laughs> but but i don't know i was i was just oh the sebastian's a, it's a different name you know and so i actually went with steven uh so my confirmation name was steven first martyr saint steven mine was patrick yeah and my middle name is patrick so i'm oh. james patrick 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 uh so J i went with that jpp yeah i read <laughs> were you a, were you an altar server i was yeah i was yeah. not i i yeah. did read though yeah. Oh, you were lecturing. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I was not an. Were you a good altar server? One of the best, Jay. Were you good? Yeah. So we we. Uh, I'm an altar server now. I know. I I'm know. the you, best you, altar yes, server. Yes, you, you tell people that a lot. But I am. <laughs> I am excellent at it. So we grew up um, as altar boys. I remember I, I actually kind of started a little early because my brothers were already altar boys, and I, I think he had to be in fourth grade or something like that. And uh, right. I remember my brother bringing me, because uh, I wasn't quite in fourth grade yet, and I think it was Father McGowan uh, who was uh, in charge of altar boys back then. And uh, it, he said, oh, he's not in, he's not in fourth grade. And he, ah, he, you know, he let me do it and stuff. So it was a, we, we, I, I always remember it, because like my, back then, uh, in our parish, they were, like six priests, uh, yeah. and then yeah, we had uh, the same thing. Had all these masses. One of my cousins was a priest, and the altar boys 
there were about like four or five altar boys per mass. Yeah. It was crazy. So we we had they gave us these little plastic briefcases. That's where we put our altar uh, boy suit in. You know, we had a cassock and, mm-hmm. and a black cassock, and then the white uh, alb over it. Um, and would be walking, <laughs> be walking to the church with our briefcases, you know, like we're going yeah, like, cool. to the office. Feels good though, right? Yeah. You, good. Ethan's an altar server, but and then, he, but then we used one. to beat each other up with with the briefcases. But that was oh, not, did yeah. you really? <laughs> Ethan, Ethan is an altar server now, but he there's only one other boy who's an altar server in my parish. It's all it's all girls. Oh wow, wow. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of a, I, I think a trend. It, it depends yeah. on the parish, I guess. Yeah, but it's yeah. all girls and two boys. Yeah, we was just talking about this. Uh, I forget who I was talking to about with the bells. Uh, you know, you ring the bells, the consecration too, and that was the big thing. You know, oh, you get the bells. I want the bells this time. Ethan you know? never like, wants the bells. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that was a everybody wanted the bells back in my day. Oh know? yeah, yeah. No, I love the bells. Yeah, I might maybe I'll do the bells when I serve. Now. <laughs> I'd be good at that. I know uh, there was all kinds of crazy stories too, as altar boys too doing the. You know, like you get the big Easter vigil and everybody's got their little part to do and, mm-hmm. and you know, messing up and forgetting or, uh, you know, a couple of altar boys drifting off during the mm-hmm. course of the mass and you have to wake up. I, I remember actually one one mass that I did, I wasn't feeling good at all. And uh, he, the altar boys were on the one side and the um, sacristy was on the other side of the altar. And I just, I knew I was going to lose it. And I'm like during the middle of the mass... <laughs> I like running across, run across the alt, and the the sacristan at the time. Did think, you get sick? Oh yeah, the sacristan at the time. He was in the sacristy. Uh, I think his Ed it was an older guy, and uh, he sees we coming, and he knows. You know, he went grabs a bucket, and I lost it right there. Did I made, you make the bucket? I made it. I made the bucket. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think being a, an altar boy too, and I think that's what the whole idea of altar boy is serving too. And it's nice to see that uh, there's altar girls as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, to get them, you know, more familiar with the mass, to to have that connection, to feel uh, more part of it, and and it's a teaching teaching tool tool as well. You know, mm-hmm. and so um, you know, I had the experience. You know, I geez, I, I went up to high school with it. Yeah. Um, and then we both went to Catholic high schools. Yeah, I went yeah. to the number one school, which is Severian, <laughs> and you went to CM, which is acceptable. <laughs> it's a great school. CM's a great school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Catholic Memorial. Yes. Back in the day, I feel like I'm, you know, really, really old here. But, you know, you could talk to people about where you grew up by the parish you lived in. Um, you know, oh, I grew up at uh, St. T's, you know, uh, it was St. Teresa's. We called it St. T's, uh, you know, and, and there was another parish that back then, too, the, with the CCD leagues. So, you know, I played uh, CCD um, basketball, basketball yeah. uh, and baseball that as well. That used to be huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and our rivals were wholly named down the other side of West Roxbury and stuff. So uh, it, it's it's amazing. Back then, there were so many churches that you could identify where you lived in a particular town with the church that you grew up with. You know. Yeah, no, it was it was just so much fun back then. And then high school, Severian, it was great to be around the brothers. It's a very different experience. I think Catholic high school is extreme, especially in all boys Catholic high school. Yeah, um, it was. Here's what happened, Kevin. I I didn't ask to go to Severian. My parents just said we're going to take you in to take the test. Okay. And I said yeah, okay. And um, I really didn't try on the test to tell you the truth. <laughs> Uh, because, you know, I, I, I didn't have any great desire. 
turns out it was one of the best things I ever did. Yeah. But but at that point, you know, you're a kid, you want to be with your friends. Uh, and then the first day at Severian, I realized that uh, I was the only one who I had no friends. I had no friends at that school. I didn't know anyone. I mean, yeah. I knew zero people who went to Severian. Yes. Zero. And there were a lot of kids from the city and different places. There were some very tough kids. There were very, so it was it was a culture shock to me. And not not the Catholic environment, which I still hadn't experienced yet on my first week there. Yeah. You really experience instead everything going wrong. And I, by the way, I love my freshman year. It might have been my favorite year, but it was just you step into this Catholic school and it is so different from anything yeah. I had yeah. ever experienced before. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think it probably was a little different for me having been through a Catholic grammar school. And, and you probably, a that. lot of those kids probably ended up at CM. They did, yeah. So, that, I mean, it, if people aren't familiar with the area too, Catholic memorials in the West Roxbury uh, section of Boston, which was where I grew up. So I literally could walk to school and it wasn't much of a decision making like all my brothers went there yeah. and, and it was just the most convenient place to go. Uh, so we ended up all going to Catholic memorial. Well, you yeah. think about this for a second. So here I am. And when I started high school, I when I started, I was 12. Yeah. So I'm a 12-year-old, 4, 10 maybe, 4, yeah. 11, right around there, 4, uh, 10, 4, yeah. 11, about 85 pounds, <laughs> going to a Division One Catholic high school, not knowing a single person. Just think of that lunch, that first lunch. Yeah. Petrified. Wow. Petrified. Wow. And, um, and I took the bus. And the bus, to get home on the bus because... You know, it doesn't just go to my town. It has to go to all these other towns. Sure. It took about two hours for me to get home. Wow. Yeah. So I, yeah, it was, it, but. But, but well then, worth it. Jeff. I grew, I grew to love it. I yeah. grew to love it because you make good friends and you, but it was, it's just, it just was different. And then in terms of the faith, I, I really enjoyed going to the masses and, and we had a chapel there and all of that. So it, it deepened my faith by going there. Yeah. My faith as well to go through, um, grammar school and then high school is as well and uh you know having gone to stonehill i didn't have the uh because i commuted so it was a little different in terms of that i was still going to my uh home parish mm -hmm. for for masses and things like that but i know a lot of places where uh masses for for the the students are always uh, good... i was in the security building yeah there was the, yeah and, we're and in the, the security building and it was night a night did they use they usually have these uh times of uh, masses for the kids it was know, a night like, it was sunday, yeah, sunday night or something yeah it was like sunday that, night yeah. and we'd all sit on the floor or you know in the windowsill small room yeah and there yeah. wasn't it wasn't that many kids in it but yeah the um i had the experience too i was um so when when i was going to stonehill to my brother um jerry who who was going to the mass college of art at the time uh he discovered a oh, that's, that's where shirley went oh wow yeah. wow yeah. wow down uh, near Huntington Ave on Huntington uh, Ave. Yep, yeah. right in that section too. So we ended up going to St. Anne's um, University Parish, which is right great. in that area. Was it, yeah. That's no longer there, it's, right? It's no longer yeah, there. That was yeah, a great yeah, parish. So that's uh, that's where I actually uh, met Mary. That's why so, it's great. Yes. So uh, so he was going there, and there was a lot of students there, and he said, "Oh, this is a great parish. You should, you know, try coming by, you know." And I was living at home, you know, and I so I I was going over to St. Anne's in in um, northeastern uh, section. Uh, of Boston, which is right off Huntington Ave, there um, it's on Saint Saint Stephen Street. Um, and Imagine got, how lucky you were to to have met Mary there. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, yeah, 
Um, she, she, uh, you were lucky because <laughs> I had no business being there. I wasn't even, no. uh, you know, or being with Mary. <laughs> just ended up going to, to, to church there and, and kind of liked it and actually ended up, uh, I always wanted to do choir and sing and, and never did it and got, got involved there. I have a great uh, voice too. And, and Mary has a lovely voice. Yeah. Emily, I don't know about Andrew. Uh, Can Andrew yeah. sing? He can if he wants to, okay, yeah, but yeah. he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I know your daughter just has a beautiful voice, and your wife does too. And yeah. you do. You have a great voice. Yeah. Thank you. But um, uh had a wonderful experience at St. Anne's there, too. I don't talk about this as much. Actually, uh toyed with the idea, Jay, of, of possibly entering the uh, seminary. Really? Yes. Did you go to any of the uh, formation things? I did. I went to a, back then they called it the Cardinals Weekend. Yeah. Uh, when was this? Uh, this is probably right around 90, 1990. I was a Catholic TV? Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they had these uh, Cardinals weekends. They called them back then. When did uh, you meet Mary? 91. So 91. we could have we had a great priest if it wasn't for Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, went, I went to it. Uh, you know, I, I grew up, you know, so close to the church and stuff. So uh, it was easy to you know uh, continue that and, and, and discern a little bit i went to the and that's week- what that's for by yeah way, yeah to discern. and so i spent the weekend there you, you get to you go through the talks I, i've never mentioned this and this is like um oh this is this no 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 is... I, i've talked about that briefly with a couple of people but i never mentioned this one i'm gonna say now because uh <laughs> oh i can't wait for this even the priest does i'm not, on the edge of my seat. even the priest does not know this but during the course if Catholic, this is for Catholic TV viewers. Uh, during the course of that weekend, what they do is they bring the seminarians over. They talk to the, some of the kids, and uh, I always remember the talk uh, because guess who was one of the seminarians who was in this panel uh, of seminarians talking to us? I'm going to guess Chris Hickey. Father Chris Hickey. Yes. How good is that? <laughs> because I'm trying to think of the date. Really? And so, so I was. Does listen- he remember you? No, I, I've never talked to him about this. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and I would. Well, I'm going to ask him. I, ask him what he said because it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I remember him, and there was a kid. It was a guy there who played uh, hockey at BC. He, he was there too. I forget his name, but those are the two I remember because I remember him because he was just this like cr- crazy Live guy. Just, yeah, and just down there, and I say, yeah, this, you know, this guy's pretty funny, you know, and uh, you know, uh, I always remembered him talking and. And, and uh, you know, it was it was a great part of the weekend and stuff. But uh, just uh, for for me, I, I just felt a little alone there for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, well, that's exactly yeah, what the weekend's yeah. for, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to see what, and you have a vocation, and yeah. it's as a dad and, and a father. Yeah. For me too, a big part of my faith is sharing it, and it's sharing it with my kids. Yeah. Um, so when I got married to Shirley. And we had a beautiful wedding, a beautiful... Uh, what was interesting is there were actually viewers from Catholic TV who went to the wedding. Oh, wow. And Shirley wow. worked at a nursing home as an activity director, and they, they rented a bus. And so a lot of them went to our wedding. Wow. Uh, so, but um, for me, it's really important um, that my kids grow up in the faith. And I, I take um, great, not pride, I guess, but... I know how how important that is as a foundation, yes. and how easy that is to lose. Yes. Um, and so I I love when my kids go to church with me, and we go every Sunday. Yeah. And they never complain, and they're very good about it, and they get it. And 
and the surprises. Uh, I'll be somewhere and someone will say, well, what was the homily about? And of course, I have to remember, but James will say, well, what was this? And James remembers. Wow. So he's listening. Yeah, that's great. He's listening. And so for me, that uh, I, really, I really enjoy that. I think it's so important that we, we not only say that we're Catholic, if you're Catholic, but also that you live your faith. For instance, we, we pray at every meal. Yeah. Uh, we make sure we say a prayer. Usually it's me. Um, Ethan once in a while. Uh, James never wants to do it. Amelia <laughs> really wants to do it. Uh, that's not saying they just, they just don't want to do it. And we have crosses, and we talk about our faith. And when COVID, when you couldn't get, when you couldn't get to the uh, thing, Adam just walked by and waved. Oh. Just so you know. So, Laura, Great. you can tell him thank you for me. <laughs> You can say thank you. Wow, this, That's great this, to this came Adam. full circle. It did. It did. And I'm very happy now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just, you know, Adam's great. Uh, Adam's responsible for all this, by the way, all this, the podcasting. But um, I just think that it's uh, it's imperative that you, you bring your kids up in the faith because it gives them, uh, first of all, we have to because you want them to go to heaven. And uh, um, I want them to learn what what is taught in the Catholic faith so that they are good people and end up in heaven. And and know that there is um, something besides just this life that we're living, you know, the, the, the old sayings, the one foot uh, on the ground and your eyes to heaven, you know. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think important as well is, as you're saying, Jay, your example and how important it is for, for parents who are, uh, Catholic or whatever faith you're in, um, in terms of uh, showing and and being an example to your uh, to your children, so that if you're not going to church, if you're not practicing what you're or what the faith, uh, you know, or what you're saying, you have to uh, live it. Yeah, you have to exactly. live it. Exactly, uh, and and I think that uh, a lot of people lose that and lose that um, uh, knowledge that you know, hey, what you're what I'm doing here. My kids are looking at me, and if I'm not living up to what I'm telling them or living up to what I should be, then they're going to follow along with that. Um, well, and, and isn't that exactly so? My dad, my dad wasn't big on talking about the faith. Yes, but he was a faith-filled man. Yes. Um, my mom would talk about it. You know, my mom would talk about it. But uh, and, and my son will always, Ethan especially, will ask me questions about the faith, and I don't have all the answers. Yeah. And I've told my son that, and, and I'm sure you at home don't have all the answers about whatever faith you have. Yeah. And I always say the best thing, I'll say, let's look it up. And I, I said to James, I said, James, the three best words in, that you can say is, I don't know. Because if you don't know, you don't know. And just then you can study it and learn it. Yeah. Um, but. And uh, I think that's, that's part of the life journey too, Jay, because I don't think anybody has all the answers, but don't give up. You know, a lot of people feel like um, they're not getting the answers um, they need. But I, I was I would say just keep on searching, keep on looking, uh, keep on trying in your faith and and don't just give up uh, because it it can help you, it can guide you and it can lead you uh, to better places, you know because uh, everybody uh, goes through some tough times in life and I, I feel like faith can can help people and guide them uh, in, in the right path, you know during difficult times. Well, Kevin, we certainly, uh, it shows we are not alone. And, yeah. and maybe that's something we'll talk about in an upcoming show is loneliness. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to write I'll that write one. That yeah, write, yeah that write that down, down. loneliness. Yeah. Okay. That might be yeah. our next show. Yeah. And then we can do, we have to do a telethon show too, by the way. But which, which, loneliness. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, remember, you can write us at uh, j at grexley.com, j-a-y at grexley.com, or kevin at grexley.com. And Kevin, unfortunately, we're out of time. Um, thank you uh, for being with me, Kevin. I appreciate it. Jay, once again, as you mentioned, the big clock on the wall says we're just about out of time. And <laughs> thank you for joining us for this journey in faith, the uh, K&J podcast. We, we appreciate all you do for being with us and uh, sharing with us our, our podcast journey here. And we invite you, as Jay said, to, to let us know what uh, you're thinking. And if you want to have uh, some type of topic that you want us to talk about, please feel free to write and email us that. Or... Jay, I'm Kay, and we'll see you next time on the K&J Podcast. Thanks for joining us for the K&J Show. K&J is a production of the Grexley Podcast Network. To support our podcast and others like it, please visit patreon.com slash grexley.